0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here
1: with the CDC Gaming Show, and I'm your host, Casey Gonzalez, at G2E 2023, hosted by the Ainsworth Live Power Podcast booth. We have a great eSports panel for you today. To my left, I've got Jameson Selby and Ben Fox. I'll go ahead and let these guys introduce
2: themselves. Okay. Hey, good morning. My name is Ben Fox, and I run CEC Live. It's our going into our eighth year. We have an event coming up, actually, in three weeks in um, Atlantic City, New Jersey, at Resorts. And another one scheduled for next year at Agua Caliente in Rancho Mirage in California. Hi, I'm Jamison Selby. I lead up games and
0: marketing for B-Spot in Los Angeles. We're an online real money operator, now live in 18 states across the U.S. Guys,
1: Esports—it's not talked about enough in our industry. I mean, you walk around, you see a lot of the vendors here, and I don't see a lot of esports activity. You know, Ben, I feel like you've been on the forefront. When was the intersection of esports to casinos, and how long have? When did you get involved, and when did you
2: start hosting um, your events? Well, actually, it's funny because Jameson and I met at our very first GameCon, which was designed to be in a casino environment which we had in 2015, so it's been quite a while, <laughs> close to like eight or nine years, and we've been running the CEC Live after we realized this is a vertical that really will benefit the casino industry, and and that's you know, it's kind of like where we've been so, since then. So how was
1: it when you started? I mean, and from there, how well, I, has it I like evolved? To
2: t- I like to tell people our very first CEC Live, well, actually at that time, it was called the Casino Esport Conference, We held right here in Las Vegas at the Westgate Hotel, Um, and that was, very few people came, they didn't really understand what it was. Fair. And um, I always like to say, the industry was basically throwing tomatoes at us, because we were sort of this annoyance that they heard about, but didn't want to deal with it completely, and didn't know enough about it, and uh, we sort of were like shaking things up, and and, and that's when it kind of really, started and then, of course, there were a lot of other people that facilitated over time, um, you know, uh, trying to legalize aspects of esports and then move it forward from that point. So as
1: far as regulatory today, we're only talking New Jersey, right? Well, New Jersey and
2: Nevada, actually. And have you seen significant growth at all since that regulatory has been approved? You know, it's it's funny that you brought that up. I I like to say that New Jersey got a brand new shiny bicycle three years ago and it's still sitting in the garage. So I I think that they should actually be able to start facilitating things. We're working on some stuff to make that happen. Um, But it's been a while. And I, I mean, it's moving slower than we thought it would, but it is moving.
1: Hey, well, I'm sure Jameson can touch on this. You know, I when I look at content, even in iGaming to traditional gaming, they're just porting over titles where it's the same title at the casino as it is on the iGaming, where I think R&D dollars should be more dedicated towards a specific iGaming game because I feel like the player experience is a lot
0: different compared to the player experience of the casino. It completely is, right? You're, you're, the environment is completely different, right? That Your entire experience of what, what makes a mobile phone experience social versus right. what makes this social, right? right. It's a completely different form factor, completely different experience. Um, the competitive aspect is completely different. The way that, you know, if you're playing a game that's competitive in a casino, you have an audience. They can see you. Right. And social, you know, they can see what you do, but you can remain anonymous unless you're streaming, right? So it is it is a very different experience, and th- that's been one of the challenges, right? Trying to figure out what part of the gaming experience should cross over, and what what do the players actually want. And it, It's been a very disparate group, because there was a time that, you know, certainly in the casino world, eSports players in general were not perceived as part of the audience, part of the addressable, not a group that mattered, you know. I think a lot of interest was driven to try and figure out how do you address that group? Why? Because, you know, now they're talking about an under 35 crowd. There's constant discussions here about how do you attract an under 35, maybe under 40 crowd into the slot floors and, You know, but it's still a debate. Should they care about this or not? Yeah, I
1: think the old tale is that you just turn into a slot player, right? That (laughs) they just, the bet is that you're going to hit a certain age and you're just going to develop into a slot player. But, you know, from a guy that plays Madden and Call of Duty, I don't know if that's going to ever transition. Or maybe the R&D dollar. So, yeah, great point. Ben, I'm sure you can touch on that.
2: I got news in that respect. I mean, it's basically, you're trying... You know, most at this point right now, most millennials are edging in their 40, like the beginning in their forties. So, I mean, sure. they're already they're already there. Are are they translating on the floor? I would I would doubt that they are because they're they're conditioned for the games that they enjoy, that they want to play. So, you know, I I I look at it like this: the foundation is all there, and Jameson brought it up, and you did actually by having an eye gaming platform to begin with, all the the nuts and bolts are there. But the problem is is that they they keep feeding out for the same crowd, the, the game type. And what you know, I, I have an expression that I said a long time ago. I, I always said it's not the game, it's the gamer. Okay? You have to really cater to that player instead of trying to, you know, get the player to play your game. Because the games already exist too. So it's not gonna be that complex to marry the two. It's just people have to get proactive about doing that.
1: And when we talk about hosting events in casinos, obviously casinos are all about the bottom line and monetizing that to that player to hopefully the casino. You know, in your events, have you seen casinos actually bump up in revenue? Have you seen more people say, hey, I'm I'm coming to visit this site? Well, at
2: this point, um, a lot of the events that have been held in and around casinos um, have definitely improved what, I guess, the drop is on the floor, et cetera, uh, as well as, um, you know, the hotel rooms and food and everything else that they're, you know, kind of bumped up and charging more for at this point. So um, gamers don't have that big of a problem paying for those things. Um, but as far as gambling goes, um, at events that we've hosted, there has been prize pools, and you know people buy in. Um, as far as wagering, I mean, I'm sure it goes on. It's it's like sports betting. There was always wagering before it was even legal, so the same thing that happens in esports. Except, you know, there's so little talked about it because it's it's sort of an underground kind of thing right now.
1: In a perfect world, you both got fifty million dollars in investment money to put towards something in esports going forward in the next five years. Where do you put those dollars? How do you see it grow? You know, I know we talked about potential circuits and you know collaborations more with casinos. In a perfect world, where do you see esports in five years? That's
2: exactly where I see it. I see, I see it um, sort of working hand-in-hand hand with the casino industry. It's not far into the casino industry. We're still dealing with games. We're, with, we're still dealing with entertainment. All the basics are there. So um, I think that, you know, as the players start demanding different games and start showing that, that those games can be monetized in a way, not necessarily exactly the same way that they are right now, but in a way that um, is palatable to gamers, um, it's it's a it's a winning combination, and it's coming. Um, I mean, there's you know I work with a company right now um, called Next Gaming, and they're sort of they actually are the only skill based slot that's left out there. And the fantastic thing about it is they're not really moving away from gamers, but they're attracting the retro gamer and the retro, and all gamers like retro games. So it's a really great. Um, entry point and we're trying to help uh, that company move forward in being able to do a lot of the other stuff and Little by little, we'll we'll get there, but it's it's gonna take t- t- whatever it takes.
1: No, and I love that you have literally been on the forefront of this, and I really want to touch for the audience. You got uh, an event coming up in California. You host your conference every year. Please tell us a little more details. He builds the community, and in order for the community to grow, you have to attend these events. And I think CDC will be there. So
2: yeah, definitely. So, CDC is a great. Love partner. to hear about that. Um, well they've been with us since the beginning cdc and and i have to say because you know they noticed it was something new and it needed to be talked about and as far as our events um we created the CEC live specifically to do exactly what we're talking about um let people get more comfortable with this you know area of entertainment but it goes beyond that i mean we we focused first on you know obviously esports but everything involving that has to do with technology. And just recently, you know, we're dealing with all the cyber attacks. Well, you know, most game developers and people who are in the industry, they've already built in a lot of uh, security in their, in their game platforms and things like that. And there's no reason why those companies can't also assist because they're very advanced as far as, um, you know, uh, technology goes in order to be able to help uh, the industry stay safe for, for its players and themselves too. But um, so, so we touch on that and, you know, we get involved in game development. We also talk about VR, AI, you know, a lot of other emerging things that can be incorporated within the casino industry. And it's very important to attend because the people that we bring, the speakers that we have, we focus a lot on the education side. Um, I'd have to say, we kind of take that very seriously because we want to make sure that people really do understand this because once they understand um, what we're doing and they participate and come, it's sort of like a lot of them get an aha moment, and then you know that's where we we're able to move uh, the conversation even more forward. So I would strongly recommend that everybody attends, figures out what this is. It's not going away. Gamers, gamers make up uh, I don't know probably like. I would have to say 60 percent 70 percent of all people that game now in the world <laughs> so right. you know it's a huge it's a huge thing
1: so guys g2e how, how have you liked the show so far the conference uh anything exciting you're looking forward to seeing here
0: oh look g2e is always just a cacophony of madness right it's fantastic to see you know really things back in a really loud way you know there was really the quiet time during the COVID years and trying to find your way back out, but I mean, the industry is here in force and showing off, you know, what they want everyone to see. I think it's really exciting. Yeah. You know, there's an energy about getting people together in, in the same place because to address, you know, the conversations that, you know, the vendors here are having and to address the collision of esports, and there's, you got to get people together and ask a lot of questions because, you know, a lot of this stuff is going to take time. It's going to take people trying to figure out why they should care about something what's what issue do i have to attack why um, so I, I think ggb is a you know just a fantastic place to get everybody together and then you follow it up with events like the cec um, yeah you know, we should do we need more moments where different groups of people who are trying to solve problems creators business people gamers themselves and players can kind of come together totally and agree interact so that you can start to figure out how how does this work. That's how we grow. You know, yeah, the casino business has a lot of questions about how how does this work. Right. Why should we care? We understand it, like it's out there. There's a lot of players. Like get the, you're out there, but I I don't know how does this intersect with my existing business. You sure, know, it's it's not an easy question. Um, so anyway, I think it's great, and I think these events are here to solve that. Totally
1: agree. You know, lastly, uh, you touched a little bit about the integration of AI and virtual reality. How can specifically have they integrated into esports and the casinos sure. that you've seen?
2: Huh. Well, I've been I've been to quite a few events and I like to pick on even here when I walk around, I, I sort of focus in on the technological aspect or, you know, what is coming next. And I have to say, I mean, I I, I have definitely seen some programs that are pretty remarkable that will alter um a, a lot of the ways in which uh, the casinos actually do business um just recently i was i came across a um vr mapping program that would be fantastic for mapping casino floors you know and actually it you don't have to Guess at how to build it and build the flow. If you already have a three D imaged model to be able to you know experience as an executive, you know to walk through the casino even before it exists, sure. and um, you know a lot of a lot of that is um, you know on the forefront, and that's a lot of the stuff that we talk about and bring to to our event, um, and also us. I mean, you know, we we've had many discussions about how to incorporate uh, more. Um, video type programs. Content like creation. And, yeah, and, and related to this because the more information we can you know, um, get out to people, the more comfortable they'll feel about what we're actually doing. And it won't seem so foreign after a while.
1: Totally agree. I mean, even the content, uh, I think we're, we're one of the first to do these video and these shows. So our industry is very behind when it comes to that. I give you a lot of credit for this.
0: <laughs> Jameson, Ben, anything you want to leave us with? I'll say stay tuned, the, you know, if you're a gamer and you're concerned about esports and stuff, don't, don't, don't lose hope. Yeah, don't. There's a lot of amazing pieces of content um, that are being built. There's a, I mean, there's an enormous amount of excitement and enthusiasm, not just from players and gamers, but from the industry. Just trying to look at this and figure out how is this going to grow? What does it mean? How are the new tech going to impact the creation of games and the way players intersect with casinos in the first place? Um, So, you know, I don't think it's going to be magically solved in like a day or even a year. But these conversations are are building and there's an energy behind them. So I just get excited to see like what new games are going to come out, what new things, you know, what's going to be said on the C E
2: stage, you know. So it's exciting. It's a good time to be here. Yeah, I have to agree with that. And uh, I'd also like to say or encourage everyone to check out our website, which is CECLive.com. And we have the two upcoming events. And if you want to learn more about what this is all about, then I would highly recommend you checking it out because um, it is the future. <laughs> so.
1: I want to thank you guys for being on the show today. I really want to thank Ainsworth Live for putting this together. Guys, yeah, have a thank good G2E. Yeah, thanks
0: Cheers. a lot. Thank you.